Hello, and welcome to One Stop Co-op Shop, your one stop for board game news and reviews. Hold on to your pants, it's time for a special episode. Yo, my peoples, what's up? Welcome back to Shelf Stories and the One Stop Co-op Shop podcast and Beyond Solitaire. We have all of the content creators are in the house over here to chat the biggest episode that we do, uh, that Every Night at Game Night did. We did it for four or five years, I think, running. Um, and now this is our sixth year, um, seven total years in the list. I got the numbers wrong. It's been seven years. Um, we've done it for a long time. <laughs> Top 200 People's Choice Solo Games for 2020. Uh, and I'm going to introduce all of the people on this chat first. This Brady Bunch looking thing that we got going on. But the first person takes pride of place. I'm going to introduce, maybe this is the first time you've ever seen this man's face. Um, but I'm going to introduce Mr. Kevin Erskine, the curator of Top 200. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm happy to be with such big celebrities. <laughs> celebrities, oh yeah, sure. <laughs> Mentioning, uh, so we're doing this on the YouTube channel, Self Stories, uh, from the One Stop Co-op Shop YouTube and podcast, we have Michael Kelly. Welcome to the show. Hey, hey, happy to be collaborating again. And my first time on the top 200. I'm excited. Making her repeat appearance. Uh, we, would, we cannot do the show without her. She's taking a content break. You will, haven't seen her in a little while, but uh, the lure of the top 200 could not, uh, was, was too strong for her to resist. So she is back. She is from Beyond Solitaire and the Dice Tower, Liz Davidson. Yeah, there's, there's no way I could resist. What break? Break? <laughs> <laughs> You're pulling uh, me in. So this is the first time on my YouTube channel, Shelf Stories. <laughs> It is being launched as a podcast. So before we get into any, anything having to do with the top 200, uh, Michael Kelly and I have an announcement to share, and I'll cede the floor to Mike. Uh, what is our collective announcement there, Michael, sir? We have a collective announcement? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I forget what I was supposed to we say. We talked about this. <laughs> did we? Yes, we did. I'm joining OCOS. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so uh, you might have noticed in the podcast, if you listen there, uh, that we've had some collaborations with Jason already. So we're uh, officially having Jason join the OSCS podcast. So he gets to kind of keep his uh, Every Night is Game Night podcast audio mojo running. Uh, it'll be a lot of kind of uh, dual content. He'll have the video on shelf stories and we'll have the audio on the podcast. So those of you who have enjoyed one podcast episode a week will now often have two podcasts a week. We just keep on increasing content. At some point, we're just going to explode, I guess. But for now, it's, uh, it's fun and it's going. So yeah, we are very happy to have Jason. He's always been part of the family, but now he's even more so, more officially. So yes, there we go. This is my response to everybody who has requested, because uh, I do a lot of interviews. I'm still going to do those interviews. Love talk, a lot of chatting with people. They want to be able to do so while they're walking their dog. And they want to be able to do so while they're commuting and doing the usual commuter stuff. You can't do that with YouTube. Uh, nobody has YouTube red. I don't see, I know a single person that has YouTube red, so you can't all tab out of it. And people want that. I don't podcast. think even YouTube has YouTube red anymore. I think yeah, right? canceled. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody buys this. Um, so I'm so happy to be able to br bring the podcast mojo back and uh, looking forward. Um, and had this one on the calendar as the one that I wanted to kick off on. So um, it's funny, like we're talking about all this like content stuff, but it's Kevin that is the star. <laughs> <laughs> it's Kevin that is the star. So uh, thank you very much, Mike, for welcoming me on. Uh, uh, the hello to Shelf Stories and the One Stop Co-op Shop. Uh, and, you know, uh, Liz and I are starting to do paired reviews in the Dice Tower as well. So I'm very happy about that. We're going to do a couple more, hopefully, uh, in the near future. We'll see. Definitely. What, what are you calling that series? I like the name. We decided to call it Semper Ludimus. We yes. always play. We always play. And the, the <laughs> Latin and the, 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 the little intro thing that we have, it's all so much fun. So we have, we're a big happy family over here. But let's foreground, Kevin. You guys have heard enough about <laughs> all the content stuff. Um, so we're going to do three episodes this year. On popular demand, we are not going to compress the 200 games. Thanks a lot, Kevin. Uh, the top 200 into two episodes like we did last time. People are like, just give it more elbow space. So that's what we're going to do. Uh, so we're going to do 200 to 101 today. Um, but before we even get into that, let's, talk, let's throw it over to Kevin. I feel like we have like a slightly different audience every single year we do this, Kevin. So I ask you every single time <laughs> you've done this, uh, you've done this explanation at least five times. Uh, tell us about the list, how it developed and how you organize it. All right. Um, 
So we've done this now for seven years. Like you said, we started in 14. Uh, I remember watching the, the Dice Tower doing their People's Choice, and there was almost no games that I played that solo players played. And so I started getting this idea with the one-player guild on, in, on BGG. And Best we guild. said, yeah, let's, let's, do our, let's do our own list. And people said, I love it. I love it. You do that. <laughs> so we created a system where we said, okay, send me a geek mail with, with 20 games, up to 20 games, and I'll just rank them. You know, your number one gets 20 points and so on down. I'll just tabulate them all. We'll make a list and we'll publish it. And uh, I'm not even sure some people thought we'd get a hundred. And uh, so like, so we did it, we've done it all these years and it's gotten bigger almost every year. Do you um, remember how many votes were on the first, uh, how many people voted for the 86? Yes. Yeah. 86, 86 people, people that first time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And now we're up to 600 and something and it, what's amazing to me, and so I know there's people out there who will probably say, are there even 200 games you can play solo? We had votes for 1,146 unique games from those 600 people. I mean, just it has exploded in the mm -hmm. number of solo games out there. I, I mean, some of them are just add-on variants, but there, there's a ton that are just made to play mm -hmm. perfectly well solo. And the reason why we went to 200 is because maybe in the beginning, you know, you were getting towards kind of some sketchy games down in the 90s. Now yeah. you're getting down past the 200s and seeing quality stuff. Yeah. And I think, I think there's a lot of interest. A lot of people really like the 200 to 100 where they're seeing games they might not know well. And then when we post the list, people start making comments about, oh, what's this like? What's this like? And I mean, I've already seen on the list this week as we were revealing them, people are saying, well, I just bought that today and I'm buying this. And oh, my God, my <laughs> wife's going to kill me. I'm going to buy three more games today. And because they're finding games they didn't really know because they know the top, you know, 50. They know those games really, really well. Um, but after that, there's a lot of just really, really good games that might be exactly what you're looking for. Sure. So that's what we're going to do this episode. I'm not going to give any, like, you know, anybody who's listened to this podcast before, I do some, like, list tabulation and trends. And I'm not going to do that for this pile of games. This is just a pile of games. <laughs> so we're just going to talk about a pile of games. And we'll do it um, 25 at a time just to kind of be a little bit more um, organized and so that you can follow at home. I'm going to have a link in the show notes. Um, so will Michael Kyler. We'll have a link in the show notes to Kevin's list. So you can find a follow along. So then you can go a page at a time. So, like, it's 25 per page. So we're going to do 25 at a time. Uh, so let's just jump right in uh so let's talk about a pile of games for your face um so 200 to 176 uh speaking of heavy euro kevin uh number 200 is co2 a heavy heavy euro <laughs> Which, the original. what's that i actually had the original what are you doing with the original <laughs> but it was but it was wasn't soloable back then that, that was a co1 right yeah <laughs> Yeah, just CO. That was such but, a loose uh, joke. Well done. <laughs> yeah. well, there's, there's, there's a few uh, euros up here. Actually, and that's, yeah, that's kind of what I wanted to point out. Like the euros, this is not a euro heavy list. Like the, it's almost like sediment. The euros are kind of like settling down. <laughs> and uh, so I'm seeing CO2. Uh, Walnut Grove also sunk this low in 198. Uh, a game that's out of print. I'm not even sure how it lasted that long. But, you know, another example of a euro that's kind of floated down there. Uh, so that kind of stood out to me. Um, I mean, but I don't want to be dominated the conversation. What are some uh, noteworthy games that you saw in this part of the list? Um, the, the one that stood out to me, and, and I, I guess I understand it, is um, how far Shadows of Brimstone has fallen. Yes. Um, and, and I think it's because it's a fairly simple dungeon crawl. You know, I mean, it's, there's nothing remarkable about it. There, you, you got a ton of stuff with it. But I think what's happened with that one is there's so many different unique dungeon crawlers that have come out that do this better or this better or that better. And I think people who have it have played it, but the pe but they, a lot of people have just moved on. I know I haven't played it in the last couple of years. Um, I mean, it's still a good game. And maybe that's a good sign that there's just a lot of better ones out there. Uh, Shadows of Brimstone won what I'm calling the opposite rocket award, the yeah. biggest jump out of the top 100. So last year it did make the top 100 and oh. it rocketed down <laughs> 102 spots uh, to 181. 
um, speak. Oh, uh, before we met, got on the call, um, Liz was mentioning some war games. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> you knew it was coming, Liz. Big one. Yeah. Uh-oh. Uh, Michael's. Uh, Uh-oh. Mike's, there you go. Mike, come on. Yeah, sorry. Are you with us? Yeah, I was going to say, the, the only big war right game I played on here is uh, Labyrinth War on Terror uh, mm-hmm. in this set. And I, I always enjoyed that one, although Coin has definitely replaced that for like a solo go-to. I don't think I would probably go back to Labyrinth at this point. That's I really appreciate Labyrinth for a lot of things that it does. Um, you know, Labyrinth's on here, Ottoman Sunset's on yep. here. Although, can you get that very easily now? Um, I've always wanted to play oh. Enemy Action Arden. But like, you know, I, I'm actually surprised to see Chronicles of Crime is low. I haven't mm. actually played it yet, but people talk about it with such fervor. It's really intense. It's well, not a solo and, game. It's, it, it is a solo game, but it's, it's better with like two or three people. Gotcha. Right. I will say yeah, I'm just, shocked that Fallout's up this high. But. Well, <laughs> I wonder how much of that, because we've had a ton of discussion about this on our Discord, how much of that is anticipation about the atomic bonds expansion that just released and made every scenario like kind of better for solo and co-op colin yeah. did a playthrough and he said it's like way better with that expansion in his opinion at least see for me it's already gone like i already had a chance I, <laughs> yeah, i'm not my, gonna my, my copy, you again <laughs> i'm not waiting for fantasy flight to fix a game two expansions later like right. years later no way <laughs> <laughs> Right. You know what's funny about this? And this is totally just random happenstance. I filmed uh, three different playthroughs last night. One was uh, Jesus, Pinball 4K. What are you doing, man? I can't even... Well, they're, they're, they're all quick. They're all done. quick. But, but I, I filmed uh, Pinball 4K. I filmed uh, Pocket Landship, which I just got it's yesterday. It's right here. It's, it's also on this part of the Yeah, list. and that's at 188. And I filmed uh, Chronicles of Crime 1400, oh. 184. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and I really enjoyed both of those. Pocket Landship is great for like a, you know, I got it for $13, little dice allocation game in a tiny box. Uh, yeah, Chronicles of Crime, I'm with you, Jason. I think it's awesome co-op. I It's a little weird solo because you have to... Uh, look at the crime scene and then remember like the fun of that is shouting out things being like, I see furniture. I see furniture. They're all like going crazy trying to find the furniture card. And you clearly lose that with solo play. There's blood in the furniture. There's blood in the furniture. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> I see a blood stain. <laughs> yeah. We, we played that too with others. And it's just, I can't even, I, I wouldn't even waste it on a solo. Right. I would just wait for when we get family together and play it that way. So yeah, I'm with the, you. The other thing this makes me think of is, so I know that victory point games has been undergoing some, adjustments and you know you see ottoman sunset you see infection humanity's last gasp these games that you know make your hands smell like fire and (laughs) and you know come in those little pizza boxes and stuff and i'm so pleased to still kind of see them here and i i you know i feel a little sad for the kind of i guess the loss of that there could be some deluxe editions i don't know but it's funny i was yeah, I was going to mention Infection. I was really glad to see that actually make the 200. To me, that's the kind of game that should be up there with Friday. And, sure. you know, a simple, quick game that you, just, you can pull out and play in 20 minutes. And it, for some reason, I guess availability, I don't know. It, it just doesn't get the same kind of press that Friday does. And, and it's, it just bugs me. I mean, it should be way It also up. might not be as fun for people to play in the current, you know, climate and atmosphere well. of the world. <laughs> <laughs> Humanity's last gasp. Like, I look at the title, I'm like, ah, I don't know if I want to pull that off the shelf. <laughs> yeah, but a lot of people voted for every version of Pandemic. Well, that's yes! <laughs> so. Good point, good point. We'll get to that. <laughs> J- Jason, how about you and uh, Shadow Rift? I don't like it very much, but uh, it, it stayed strong at 192. Are you happy not about everybody, that? Not everybody's cup of tea. Uh, there are a lot of other deck builders that will, that will come ahead of it, but does it, it, I, it's one of those games where I completely understand everybody's everybody's criticism, but I don't care. It's for me. <laughs> it's for me. I love the town. <laughs> Huge fan of the town. Um, Have any of you played the of D series? Like I played uh, the yes. print and play of Dungeons of D a billion years ago. Yes. Um, so mm-hmm. I, yeah, it's kind of cool to see that on the top two hundred. Yeah, that was a yeah, game I I, that was like a big print and play five years ago seven yeah, years yeah. ago or something like that it and now it's all getting printed ago. and coming out i have no clue i'm just really glad my students don't know about the series the of d <laughs> uh, the the adventures of d <laughs> yeah, it sounds something like really raunchy like a yeah. podcast series or something <laughs> Not of Big D. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that's the sequel. That's the sequel, of course. Uh, and, and 
the last one that I'll point out to here, this is the actual, the first brand new game entry that we're seeing, Expedition to Newdale, which is the board game version of Oh My Goods, which I think is Liz's favorite game right over there. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> For those in the podcast, uh, I just, really I just, gotta, I, I just made Liz you. make a face. So <laughs> that's what we think about Expedition to Newdale. Another Euro, so Kevin's like, okay, moving on. <laughs> yeah, I had to All ask right. people what it was. I'd never heard of it. I had no idea. They told me. I'm like, oh, that's why. There you go. <laughs> yes, covered on the down. I looked it up and I was like, ah, oh, Mike, you killed I, I zoomed Mike. out again. Yeah, my my internet connection is not great. Here, I'll say that again. Yeah, so somebody asked me to cover that on the YouTube uh, channel, and I looked it up. I was like, eh, yeah, maybe someday. Someday. Maybe not. When you have nothing to do, which is, yeah, good luck with that. Or get Colin to do it. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. He, he loves Euros. <laughs> does? He does not. No, no, he does not at all. No. <laughs> all right. So let's jump to 175 to 151. Um, I guess in terms of an overall trend, a lot of the kind of big fallers out of the top 100 landed here. So like last year's top 100 had a number of games. And I know that a couple of you are, are familiar with some of these games. Um, Explore It, I think, Liz, you, you covered Explore It, right? Yeah, I covered that a couple of years ago. Um, it's on like the third volume now. There, it has a really strong fan base. But I think that there's just so many dungeon crawlers to choose from. Yep, Kevin's point. I mean, it's, a, it's an overworld adventure game, but still, it's, you know, it's a fantasy <laughs> party level up game and it's got a lot to compete with this is uh this is like the 25 part of the list where there are so many games on here that i liked for a little bit and then grew to dislike strongly yes. in many cases yeah mm-hmm. or this got like tired. He- he- hexplored i was really underwhelmed by i found it like super random and fiddly okay, set a watch you, did I- you get kevin did you play explore it yeah i have two of them <laughs> Yeah. Of course you do. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, sorry, Kevin. <laughs> no, I, I, I like. I mean, I like them for solo. I don't. I don't know that I'd play them. I don't know. I could play them with others, but but solo, I, I enjoy them. To me, dungeon crawls are my thing. So they're they're always going to get, especially fantasy. That's always going to be. That's like two check marks already. But if you're ranking dungeon crawlers, is this one make your top ten? No, this this didn't make top twenty. There you go. Oh, dungeon crawlers. Just <laughs> yeah, dungeon just dungeon crawlers. crawlers. No, it wouldn't be top 10. Yeah, exactly. So, No, no. And, right. and, and I think a lot of people, when they make their list, they're trying to put, you know, like a, a lightweight. Some people are trying to put categories of games together when they make their list. So if they, they might put two dungeon crawlers and this is the third, so they leave it off. And then they might yeah. have two pandemic type games. They might have two euros. They might have, right. you know, and they try to, and light games and, so I think I can I understand why it drops. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, and it's got its problems too. Same thing with D and D Castle Ravenloft, which yeah. is. Yeah. Is it I still? It's, it's amazing that it's still up there. Really, I mean, can't believe it. <laughs> well, like mechanically, that's, that's, it's been outpaced big time. Yes, but that's all the games. So that's all the D and D ones. Yeah. Um, so there's six of them or something, or six or seven. Yeah, Castle uh, Wrath of Chardelon and yeah. Well, I save those to play with grandkids now. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. I'm uh, happy to see a couple, like a little smattering of war games in here. So we got D-Day at Omaha Beach, yep. got Fields of Fire. I'm shocked that Apex Therapod is still up here. Not because mm. it's, it's a bad game. It's a good game. But the accessibility is so low. Like, I have a copy of it, but I don't know where you get one now. How did you get a copy of it? I haven't seen a copy of that in years. I bought it years didn't ago. Did they have a reprint? I thought that it had a bit of an extinction event and it just didn't uh, yeah. <laughs> didn't make it back out. Mm-hmm. So uh, uh, the podcast listeners will notice the absence of Michael Kelly. He is currently frozen in a very attractive pose with his mouth open, looking at nothing. Uh, <laughs> he just dropped the call. Uh, so uh, we'll be joined. We'll be rejoined by uh, Michael in just a minute. I'm going to go ahead and throw him another invite. Uh, in the meantime, actually, I was going to throw it over to Mike for um, Thunderstone Quest which was a game he was disappointed by. I love when I make Mike mad, so I'm going to make Mike mad. <laughs> Actually, there's a couple. I'm not sure he was a huge fan of Harry Potter Hogwarts Battle either. Oh, no, I took no, one no. look at that, and I just was like, Nobody nah. <laughs> Nobody Except somebody is, because it's highest. It was the highest rate four. Is that I'm reading correctly along the... Yep. I mean, for somebody, that's their number four game. Yeah, but hey, we're going to have to have a talk. Someone put all my goods. Someone is, we're going to have to have a chat. 
<laughs> I mean, that game stinks. There's it's, it's, just it's no so accounting nice. for taste. Uh, I'm happy to see Gandhi already up pretty pretty okay. high, given that it's fairly recent. Gandhi is. Uh, it's a it's like a new coin game, but it uses like a card system. I've got it. I need to learn. I need to learn it because it's apparently a, a huge step forward in terms of solo play mm. in a coin style game, and it has an entirely um, peaceful pacifist faction. Well, it has it's Gandhi, so better. Yeah, but that's so cool. Like that's just never existed mm-hmm. in a coin before. It's gonna. I'm. I know Mike's played it. I really want to. I've right. just been on break. Mm-hmm. You know, one thing I just noticed is that. I think every single game that made the 200 had at least somebody have it or I know they're not all ones, but the, I mean, a lot of people have it in their top three or something. Mm-hmm. I guess if you don't, if you don't get that high of a vote, you don't make it, but it, I mean, it's just more voters, but there's a lot of games that were someone's number one. Yeah. You look at this list. But then look, there's Lee Mays just still hanging out. <laughs> I love that game, so I don't dispute its excellence. But it's amazing to me, like how some of these games, like I was surprised to see Walnut Grove still in the top two hundred because some of these out of print games just they have this really long life on the list, and yeah, I, I wonder is it because they just have like a small group of complete devotees? Is it because people look at the list from previous years and they are remember? I think it's like like the life cycle of a gamer, where you get into games and then you have like a period of like a year and a half where you buy all the things and like you look at all the lists and you just buy everything. Like you look at, I got it to, you can tell exactly what I got it to give me when I, when you look at my shelf, it was like 2014, 15, 16. Right. So it's like, I have a whole bunch of games and then it kind of drops off after that because like, okay, I look at that game. It's like this game that I let, that I love. I'm not going to buy it. I'm not going to waste my money. So then I can see a person like buying in 2013 and then like, just, all right, I'm good. I don't need this other game. That's just like this game that I have. So, like, they just kind of vote for it again and again and again. But I'm going to put, poke a hole in that theory, though. Oh. <laughs> so someone mentioned, said, how much, like, turnover do we have? And I was stunned that something like 300 of the 600 and something people didn't vote last year. We're new this year. Right. Now, they might have voted in previous mm-hmm. years, but almost 40, 45% of the people didn't vote last year and voted this year, So which mm-hmm. is... You know, then, then it's harder to explain at Walnut Grove that how did they get it, you know, or, or and maybe they didn't. But. Right. And we're still talking about like 190. <laughs> talking about yeah, no, a game like that it's... has rocketed up to the top. Um, okay. Uh, so Michael Kelly has rejoined us, but his mic is muted. On purpose? You're going to want to unmute that, my friend. <laughs> that would probably help. Yes, yes that would help. Uh, entire Wi-Fi system and hopefully have a more secure connection now we'll see hopefully uh we can work that out it's a good thing we got this done now before we reach like the real big list or anything i'm sure you have a lot to talk about uh we were just talking about gandhi so uh liz was very impressed with the the sound of gandhi while well, you were as impressed playing it yeah god gandhi is great um it's not quite my top coin game of the ones i've played but the new solo system is a drastic improvement I hope they back map it as it sounds like they're going to to previous coin games. Um, <laughs> it still does not make uh, <laughs> it does not make it easy. It's not like it suddenly becomes like this simple process. You're still going through just different types of flowcharts, but the variety is much better, and I enjoyed it a lot. Good. Uh, so yeah, Gandhi is definitely a recommend uh, for me if you like coins. If you don't, mm-hmm. then I would still stay away. Yeah, uh, Kev, you're not a coin guy, right? I had one once, and I just I couldn't make. I couldn't tie the actions I was doing to whether that was going to help me win or not. You know, <laughs> yeah. so it's like, I'm moving cubes. <laughs> I mean, I'm moving cubes, and but am I moving them where I, it's not like a war game where you can, you know, if you move your armies here and then you can flank from the side, you can tell that you're putting pressure on the other side. In the coin games, I'm like, I don't know. So, and that was uh, Andy and Abyss, I think was the last one I played. Yeah, I think my biggest difficulty with those is that it's easy. Okay, they're not easy games, but what I'm saying is that it is not that bad to learn the things that you can do. The hard part is figuring out how to actually apply that. Yeah, (laughs) right. That was my thing. Why do I want to do that? Right. Well, I say the hard part is trying to uh, move 15 different units using a flowchart for each one to resolve a single AI action when, uh, you know, in. uh, 
in right. Gandhi when the British like levy all their troops and put them out in every single spot. Like in, in all of them, that's the part where I'm just like, oh my gosh, I wish I had played this side because <laughs> every time I don't, it's a pain to go through it. Liz has this line where like a war game is just like a war board game. Nah. <laughs> no. Oh, no, no. I'm saying it's just a game. They're all just games. They, they're not, it's not just a game. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's not just it, I might it, they break my brain, but I, so I have nothing to say. I actually think um, coin games are very euro-y. Like if you like very heavy euros, it's really not a big jump over into coin, which may be actually the root of your dislike, Kevin. We'll see. I, I like I like euros, but they have to be like really thematic and cool. Uh, so perfect segue, Liz. You are the you are the woman helping me move <laughs> this along. To uh, now, we'll get to the group one fifty to one twenty six. Uh, the euro that I'm talking about is on Mars. Uh, a game I have not played, uh, but I am very interested in. Uh, also in this group at 135 is the Gallerist, which I have played. And I just, I'm really, really impressed with the Gallerist. It needs to be thematic. It needs to kind of have that theme baked in. Uh, Liz, I think this, um, this game is coming up, but we, we both talked about Lisboa. On, uh, yes. uh, on your channel in terms of the thematic tie-ins to a very heavy game. You know, um, I'm down with that. I am, I'm absolutely down with that. And I'm a little sad to see them underperform relative to other games. I mean, there's like 27 dice chuckers ahead of the gallerist. And I think that's just horrific. But <laughs> Well, I, I just covered it recently. I think the gallerist is a beautiful design. I thought Solo was boring because there's ah, no, no real, man. there's no end. Now this is something I'm realizing for me and I'm curious how it ap applies to you all. I'm finding I really don't like Chase Your Scores solo as much as Automa, like I'm playing against an AI, somebody's doing something against me. So this the is what you miss is... with the podcast, people. Kevin, is his head, his head is almost falling off of his shoulders. He is nodding so hard at that last comment. Yeah. Oh, like if, I, if I hear beat your own score, I pretty much am done. And then if yeah. you add if you add um, – if you add push your luck on top of it, it's gone. I don't even, I'm not listening to another word you say. Beat your own luck. Because <laughs> if you combine those two, then it, you don't have a game. You just have something where you just try to really push your luck like crazy. And if you do great, you won. You must well throw the game away because you'll never do it again. And it's like, what's the point? So... I Okay, I'm gonna have to disagree here, and I know that the, the list is gonna love that we disagree. Um, I, I just feel like it depends on the game, right? So, like, I think of, oh, I mean, I guess the, the Gauss being an example, or like, you know, a game like Role Player, which is gonna come up, and a spoiler alert is gonna come up. Uh, I mean, a lot of games that just kind of like, okay, here's the game, and here's some very light resistance, if any. I just feel like there's enough resistance kind of baked into the game itself. I'm like, I'm like, I guess, you know, I'm a puzzle guy. I like Sudoku's. I like, you know, that kind of like, just, okay, here's a thing. And just the thing itself is the challenge. I don't need this extra layer of stuff, which is often comes with its own book, you know, comes with its own three page flow chart or depending on what game I'm getting, like 17 page flow chart. Um, you know, it's an extra components and i'm like I'm, I'm learning um so this is a, a review that's coming up this game will not make any soul list or anything like that so it's called prisma arena um it has a separate it's a, it's a like a like a dual you know game uh two players is great at two players but then I'm, they, there's a solo mode because you have to have solo and it's just like another set of layers no! <laughs> i want to be <laughs> rely on the inherent resistance of the game to give a challenge and the score is just like okay I, I don't i don't see i don't look at it as beat your high score like i like when people say okay here's a score that's like your win condition right if you get 30 okay. points you're great and if you get below 30 points you suck and you lose well that's different. that i like yeah that i'm okay with that well but J jason it's not just well sorry kevin you go ahead i, th I think you weren't finished yeah. No, I was going to say, if, yeah, if you have a point where you say if you, if you beat the score you won, then you have, to me, you've got a win-loss. And I, I don't usually, most of the time, I don't care how much I won by yeah, as much too. as whether I won or lost. But that, but that win-loss has to be at a point where I don't want it at, you know, 90% of the time I'm going to win. And I don't want it at the point where 5% of the time I'm going to win. If they can design it so it's at a good level where right. – I have to work hard and think hard and make good choices and, and beat it. I'm okay with it. See, I, Jason, a thing about the gallerist specifically, it's not even necessarily that it's beat your own score. Cause actually it's not, you know, it has the Lacerda like right. goal att attainment for solo. 
really what it was was that uh, by my sixth play, I did the exact same thing every time. There was no actual opponent to force me to vary my play, and I built mm. almost an identical engine every time and won at the second highest level every time. Mm -hmm. I don't think I ever made it to the f highest level, but the fact that the goals are always the same, that the variety is only really in there in those like little tiles you can pick up. I was right. like, why am I going to play this more if I don't have an actual person to kind of push me? And I think a mm -hmm. good solo game will either have that variety baked in in other ways, or if they have an automa, the automa will do different things, so I'll be forced to adapt to it. And just specifically for the gallerist, just for solo, it's great for multiplayer. I found neither one, so I okay. I'm happy I mean, that's fine. I've only played <laughs> personally. it once, twice. I've not played it a bunch of times, so I can't speak to replayability on that particular one. I haven't played the gallerist, but that's why I don't play Agricola anymore. I right. do like the same thing every game. Like once you kind of break the code, it just stops being as good. I, I mean, I don't mind a beat your own score game. I do think that they can eventually run out of life for you. So I really enjoyed for a little, since I mentioned Agricola, I loved playing it for a while and I would just play and play and play and play and play and play. And then I was like, oh, okay. I kind of figured it out some my satisfaction. Mm -hmm. All right, I'm done. And then I traded it. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> can, can I call out three that I think are, I Absolutely. think of as lesser known games. I'm kind of impressed they're up this high. Absolutely. Yeah, so uh, Helionox, a really nice deck builder, has some like pretty, okay, <laughs> Jason's making a face for those uh, listening to the podcast, but I enjoyed it. <laughs> no, I didn't keep it, Jason. It didn't like blow me away, but I thought the mechanics were good. I, uh, it has my, one of my favorite uh, draw mechanics. I wish more deck builders would do this. You can keep as many cards in your hand as you want, and then you draw your full like, you know, five or six cards, and then you discard down to your max hand size. You can like make sure your combos get set up if you couldn't use a card the previous yeah. turn. Like a draft type thing, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And then um, It's a Wonderful World. Yes. That, uh, I mean, that, that did well. That's not like an unknown game. It had a really- I don't know what it is. I have absolutely no clue what that is. <laughs> well, you know, it's, it's not big, but they did have an expansion Kickstarter. It's from uh, Lucky Duck. And it's, it's mm -hmm. like a really, really nice little engine builder, like kind of tableau builder with like this fun resource system. And uh, Nautilion. Like it's a fun engine card game. Like, and, and yeah. it's a little bit lighter right. than like an underwater cities. Exactly. You know, it's like, so it hits that good- Kind of like not this chunky, like I mean, Terraforming Mars kind of is that too. Like it's because it's not that complicated at the end of the day, but it's yeah. a even more accessible than that without being like facile. I'm looking forward to covering it myself. It's a, it's a fun game. Yeah, and it's just cards. You don't have to worry about the board like you do for Terraforming Mars or Underwater Cities or any of those. And then, yeah, I don't know about you all with Nautilian, but I play that with my son all the time. So it's kind of become it's, one, it's one of my favorite Oniverse. I don't think it's one of the best Oniverse, but it's one of my favorites because of the kind of family connection there. It's just, I, and actually it's a, I talked about pocket landship earlier. It's another one where you roll three dice and assign them. And I just love that stupid little mechanic, you know, it's great. I was wondering when one of us was going to mention the Oniverse game and there are a ton of them. They, they use yeah, we've the already crowd. looked by Castellian further down. Yes, Castellian we, we missed, Dottelian we missed. Uh, we'll, we'll hit Darn. Arion pretty soon. Um, and I'm sorry, I'm distracted. I just don't understand how there's a world where Conflict of Heroes is ranked <laughs> below Dragonfire. <laughs> Wait, below like, like worst? Oh yeah, it is. Like I, I right. can't. People like Dragonfire, Liz. Every time I, I bring no up idea. how terrible it is, people argue with me. I had like a brief affair with Dragonfire that ended in flames. It's just like, this has got to go. <laughs> you got to move on from a bad yep. relationship. You know? I moved on from that one. Too. You know what, yeah. Jason, Kevin, that's a great quick little story. The first time we ever had Liz on the podcast, Peter and I brought her on for our Dragonfire review because yep. Peter and I did not like it. We were like, well, Liz likes this a lot. Let's bring Liz on. She'll be the like, you know, ringing endorsement to balance our opinions. And then she's like, nah, I don't really like it that much anymore. <laughs> We're like, damn it. <laughs> We've all had it. Ruined the entire plan. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, it's, yeah. I, I got it because I, I love Shadowrun. So I got Dragonfire because I like the theme better. And, and it's just, it's just clunkier. And I've, yeah. I've gone back to Shadowrun and when, I, I didn't vote for Dragonfire this time. And, yep. you know, it's just, anytime anybody brings it up, I'm like, Forget it. Take, get Shadowrun. It warms yeah. my heart to see Nations on here still. I like Nations a lot. I, I'm always down to play Nations. Uh, uh, Nations is one of those games that, like, I, I mean, it's a big Civ world game, and I'm surprised that, like, at least one big Civ game didn't make the top 100. But I guess, like, there hasn't been one, like, dedicated solo 
awesome save game like through the ages should be that game but it isn't doesn't have a solo out of the box it's kind of down below did get a first place but i did i did check that out um nation should be that game but the distribution is not amazing the expansion support hasn't really been there so yeah. it's a good Look game up. no it's, it's really good Look uh, how getting far back to city the city of kings uh, fl yeah, City of Kings, yeah. also an opposite rocket candidate, a set minus 71 places. Just not a lot of extended support. Have any of you played this Circadian's First Light? I keep nope. hearing about it, and I wonder, when I hear people describe it, I think, maybe I'd like that. But What do they say? I, that it's, that it, there's a lot of strategy to it, that it's a thinking game, but I, I've never seen it. I've heard the art's terrible, but that's, <laughs> that's all I've heard, which... That, <laughs> That's not a killer for me. And well, I mean, you guys play, since you guys play the Oni Rim games, you don't care about art. So, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> so we skipped off the Oniverse games <laughs> as soon as uh, Mike mentioned Nautilion. Uh, like, I, I love you guys. If you're watching the podcast, stop that podcast right now. We already got credit for the download. Go to the YouTube channel and check out Evan's facial expressions when we bring up certain games. When we when when Mike mentioned Nautilion, just the head movement. <laughs> <laughs> the crestfallenness, the <laughs> yeah, a poker player, the dumbfoundedness yeah. of like why people, anybody would play these things. <laughs> you all want to get me to a poker table, don't you? <laughs> uh, By the way, I Pandemic mean, Legacy season one. I'm surprised that's not in the top hundred, but maybe it's oh, no. has it been falling every year because people already had the experience? Is that why? That's correct. I think and, so. Yeah. That's yeah. correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I actually really want to play. I'm looking at carry on here. I would. I've played it and I had a really good experience, but I've never played the solo expansion. Have any of y'all? No, I've only played it multiplayer and it was, yeah, it's, it's a really good game. My multiplayer experience was very good, like memorably good. You know, I play a lot of games and sometimes I just don't remember, but I remember to carry on. So I'm just curious. I, I'm really curious. Out. I'm really curious for Star Wars Outer Rim. Mm. Um, I know I found the out of the box solo to just be kind of okay. And I know a lot of people uh, on the solo communities talk about the, unofficial ones people have made that use like uh they make the ships more unique like boba fett will do this but han solo will do that if you're playing against them i wonder how much of that got that into 126 um although it looks like it was even higher last year so i don't know i wonder how many people are playing with the official solo versus the variants people have made because i thought the variants were better i can guarantee you they're playing the variants okay i I honestly like it's a you know the 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 x-wing community i'm not sure I didn't write down where X-Wing was. It was a very vibrant solo community for a long time. X-Wing was a, I think it was on the list in like 2015, right, Kevin? If you, if you yeah, it was, it was there in the early days, but yeah. it, it's falling completely off now. X-Wing was up there. Like Rebellion never made the top 100, but people have been tooling around with the solo now. Like Star Wars, just give people their chum on Star Wars. I can yeah. guarantee you they're going to pop open that hood and uh, <laughs> inject theme and inject story <laughs> and inject all the things that maybe uh, Corey Kaneska at all, uh, <laughs> wherever they kind of the, fell down. The one that surprises me still is Suburbia. I mean, I don't think it's a bad game. I'm just surprised that a game that old is still, I mean, it went up 24. I mean, they had a collector's edition, but yeah, I, I wasn't, I mean, I played it on as an app on, on the phone, but playing the actual game, I didn't enjoy it solo at all. Where are the city builders? Like, yeah. honestly, where are the yeah. city builders? There are yeah. no, like we just talked about civs, but there are no city building solos. So I'm actually surprised that Orleans is still doing as well as it is because I think it's a fabulous game. I really like Orleans. I'll play it anytime at game night, but the solo scenarios are so limited. Right. That's I what I was going to say. That's a huge missed opportunity, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Like, it's such a good game. Yeah. Talk about I not think- repeatable. Like, that is not a repeatable solo experience. Once you do it, you've done it. Well, and there you go. That's one that if there's a great automa for it, you could play it over and over again. Right. And maybe it would have a flow chart, Jason, but at least it would give the solo like some legs. You, know? you could do it without a solo oh, sure, bot. Sure. You could do it with just like changing the area of the spaces. You yes. know, like, okay, you, you can do different things on the board that I don't have to track from turn to turn. Yeah. Well, I like that Obsession does that. Which Jason we'll, and I recently will, oh, yeah, I want to play that one. We will get to Obsession. Uh, spoiler alert, we're going to spoil a couple of games. <laughs> Obsession is a little bit higher. On but one last question. What is finished? I've, I've never, never heard it. of it. It's a Friedman Freeze little card game. But it does, it does start is with an F, so that makes sense. Isn't it, isn't it one of those ones that has like, is it the one that has emergent rules or is it the one about like the coffee I don't it remember. Is, okay, so we it don't is know. the <laughs> second pure solo game after Friday. 
Uh, so oh, okay. people were really looking forward to finished because Friday was so good. And there's a lot, I mean, there's a lot of like, he makes a lot of little games like fast forward and flee and whatever, but they're co-op and competitive. Like this was the second pure solo. People were really excited for it. And uh, <laughs> it's one of those games that's basically more of a memory puzzle than a game. Um. I mean, so you know, you have to kind of put cards in order and like, um, you know, so like basically you have to, the, it's 50 cards. I don't want to go too much into it, but like you have to put them in order so that the person is like staying awake. So like uh, he's like falling asleep at the computer and he's like, you know, drinking coffee. Um, so oh, like, I, to, I thought you meant while you were playing, Jason. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, but it takes But like then the game 40, would be finished. It takes 45 minutes to play, which is way too long for a card-based solo. Uh, and it's memory based. It's it's just a it's a flop. I'm I'm actually really surprised that it's this high. You look at I mean look at its score. I mean eight point six averages. I mean I mean I most people who voted for it actually like it fairly well, which is there is of, an app for it. So that's one of the things that because the, the app does a lot of the tracking. Mm. So it may yeah, like I, a, what's that? I wanted to I wanted to ban apps completely <laughs> this time. Not not an app assisted game, but if you only play it on the app, we don't want to count it. But I kind of got pushback that I was censoring or, you know, infringing on their rights. <laughs> you do yeah, the work. You do whatever you want. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I play. There's a lot of games I play that, you know, primarily on the app that I've voted for, but whatever. Ha- have uh, so any let's... of you played uh, Australia before we move on to the, the next mm-hmm. section? Because I've heard a lot of good things, but I've not tried it yet. I played it. Yeah. It was okay. Okay. That's enough for me to ignore it now. Thanks, It's Liz. a big bag of okay. <laughs> It's a big, it's a, it's it a cool like, theme, yeah, it's a, but it's a big bag of okay. It was like too much in one game in a way for me. Like it was like lots of cool ideas and none of them really felt fully great. Right. All right, so let's get to uh, 125 to 101. We're starting to get to the top 100 over here. So we're going to see a lot of games that kind of like frittered out of the top 100. And I'll, um, I'll, I'll mention how many games. I, I'm going to be very conscious of spoilers. Uh, so as this list posts, though, it will generally only be the top 200 to 101 that will be released. So we're kind of doing this contemporaneous with the release. So I'll have a, a more concrete stats about which, how many games fell out of the top 100. But there were a number of games that kind of like floated down. Um, and I'm talking about like a Flamme Rouge, a Sword and Sorcery. Um, I think games, I think, I don't know if Liz or Kevin made the point that like, um, or one of you, <laughs> one of you smart people made the point that like you play it, but then you're excited about it, but then it kind of loses its luster after, I don't know how X amount of plays, five or six. So it's like you bought it, you voted for it. And then the next year you, you realize, oh, wait a minute, I didn't play this all year. Um, so there yeah. may be a couple of games like that. I mean, Sword of Sorcery is a really good game, and but it's just hard to keep up with the stuff because you really do right. need to keep up with the stuff. It's not a very repeatable game, you know, out of the box. So right, if you right, if you've played the campaign, you can play it again. But a lot of the fun is discovering stuff the first right. time. And they didn't quite keep up with the content cycle. There is stuff for it, but you know, not the easiest to get. And there's other stuff to get. So I can well, see. Well, the, the newest Kickstarter, the last Kickstarter for it still hasn't arrived. So yeah, I was yeah. going to say once, once that delivers and you can start the whole new campaign, it'll probably right, get a bump yeah. at least uh, maybe next year. Right. right. Hey, Liz, uh, Thunderbolt yeah. Apache leader. I rising back up Apache 15 leader. places. Kevin, did you get the expansion? I have it. I just haven't played it yet. I did, and I'm I'm really bummed about something. I don't know if I have the original version of Thunderbolt, like not the, the 2012 version, but my cards are the real thick, hard plastic, the real thick cards. Yeah, I know what you're talking the, about. Yeah, yeah. The expansion ones are half the thick. I mean, I can I can I can drop the cards, and you can tell which are which. The, the, it's really really obvious. And oh like, no! You couldn't even sleeve them. Oh. And, even if you sleeve them, it's really obvious which ones are the old ones. Which for the pilots and the and the plane, the aircraft doesn't matter. For the events, it's Matters. like the, I, there's one thing. It's got one event. Well, I know when that event's coming because it's it's so clearly different. I was really disappointed with that. I mean, it's so one I of haven't played with you, the expansion. If you expand the game five years after the original game comes out, you've 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 handed off. I mean, maybe not publishers, but you know, printers. You know, like you're probably using a different printer and it's just hard yeah. to keep track of all that. Unless yeah, you're Fantasy Flight where you could do it like... It's anything. night and day different. Remember the old, uh, Jason, the, the Fantasy, the Flying Frog games, how thick their cards like, yeah. almost like a hard... That's what this was like, almost, these cards. And now you're getting down to, um, you know, just regular playing cards, mm-hmm. thickness. And it's it's a huge difference. But... 
Mm-hmm. I still love the game. Uh, Thunderball the Bachelor so was, was definitely one of those games that used to be like, you know, cream of the crop war game along with Navajo Wars. Now, Liz, sorry about that. <laughs> one I mean, I can't help it that people are wrong. Nope. Can't yeah. do it. <laughs> Well, hey, I, I'm getting my uh, I'm getting my copy from the latest Kickstarter, so I'll finally get to play it, and I can tell you how I all feel because I'm really excited. You're gonna have fun. You're used to have. Gonna you, have I like it so much. You're really gonna like it. Have you played any of the other leaders? No, games? no. I've I've oh. I've been working my way through like the whole DVG kind of catalog of series, but this will be the first leader game I've played. Well, this was this was my first, and then I got Hornet and um, Phantom, which was a bad idea because once you played this, the other ones just they're they're not quite yeah. as good because this has. Especially the moving on the map right. is so good. So good. I mean, it's, it's always puzzle. so dramatic. <laughs> I love yeah, it. Every sortie is, is, a, is a puzzle. You can tell so, exactly where the, what this group feels like because we spent like a second on like 50 games. And then <laughs> now it's a full review of Thunderbolt Apache Leader. <laughs> Those Kevin and I are kindred spirits. This is like the time of year we get to talk about. <laughs> yeah, but what's, what's horrifying is Sylveon is one place better, which is just... That's just okay, so <laughs> Thunderbolt Apache Leader is criminally underrated on this list. I'm also going to yeah. venture... I'm going to say that Black Sonata is also criminally underrated. Mm. Okay. I think Black Wait. Sonata is excellent. Is it on here? I see Black Orchestra. No, Black Sonata is up at 114. Oh, yeah. Well, there we go. Solo Hidden Movement, it's ingenious. It is a brilliant deduction. It's so good. Like, I do think it has limited replay, although the new expansion that they're just delivering fixes that. So yes. with that, you're good to go. But without it, I found I played it like six times. I was like, oh, like I'll pick this up again in like three months, but that's about as much as I could do with it. I'm just by the delighted way, by it. Mechanics. By the way, Zombie Side saying it went up 590 places. Something's wrong. I, 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 there had to, be, I had to be something wrong on my list. There's no way it was that low last year. Yeah, no way. Yeah, because I combined that with with Black Plague and all of our all of Green them together. So some, something's wrong. Yeah. It it might be right at 102, but there's no way it went up 590. I almost wonder if I had it listed twice last year somehow. Oh yeah. One of, uh, I'm sure none of you will be in this one with me, but one of my top solos <laughs> of this year, just to give you a hint to my list coming later on, uh, is <laughs> at 110, Rally Man. Mm, yep. <laughs> God, I love that game, man. But yeah, specifically, no, I, I'm, ta- I'm talking about. Oh, you too, Jason. Well, I mean, it was a game, and I, me and Kevin have talked about this uh, like since the begin the list started. Rally Man always has a solo challenge going. Always has a solo challenge going, and like it just petered out in terms of its print run. Like some people had a hard time getting it, and now Rally Man GS has come. GT. And we're getting the rally GT. of Rally Man. So I have a feeling that people are going to rediscover it and it'll be it'll break the top 100 next year. Yeah, I like that. Rally of Rally Man. All, all I keep hearing is it's not a very good game, but they love the challenges. No, no, it, 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 is, it is a very good game. I've never played a single challenge. I play it all the time. Now, I will say I use the uh, – there are some awesome bots the community has made. Now, the, so the regular solo is fine, but with the unofficial variants, it is – Fantastic. I love that game. That's, wow. that's my top racing game right now, and I like uh, racing I, games. I will, I will look into that. So you might have got me hooked on one. <laughs> <laughs> Solo I'm, players love racing challenges. They really do. There's usually one. Um, we may get to another one uh, in terms of a racing challenge, but yeah, solo players, uh, we, we, get, we get into it. We want to, we want to rank, uh, we want to rank our scores. Imagine that, people. <laughs> <laughs> so am I reading correctly that Forbidden Island went up this year? Yep. <laughs> I think it's not bad, but why, I, I, why I would I ever play It's not that? 101, but it's fun. Because Forbidden Desert, Forbidden Desert went down, I think, mm-hmm. right? Uh, why and, would I, mean, I ever play either of those at this point in my solo life? Like, I mean, I I, like, yeah, I only play them with my kid. I would never rank oh, no. it for solo I, high. I yeah, it's great for students. I, I like it with I students. I take it back. They both went up. <sighs> Yeah, they both went up. I, I think like what Kevin what Kevin said is true. Like six hundred voters, three hundred new voters. So like those voters may be discovering solo games for the right. first time. Right. And it's like you know it's you it makes a list of like okay what's a gateway easy game that I can play by myself. So I can see yeah. people at that gateway level wanting to play Forbidden Island. So yeah, yeah. That. that makes sense. I mean that's another that's another one I'll play with the grandkids because it's it's a great co op to play with for sure. Kids. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. It's just like if I'm having my evening alone and it's my time to get out of game, it's not going to be forbidden. <laughs> I, I don't. Yeah, I don't think I've ever played it solo. <laughs> 
By the way, I think it's really Why? interesting that Arion seems to have gone down quite a bit and Sylveon up two spots, like looking, mm. keep doing our Oniverse tracker, right? So I think as Arion was new and so it's had a chance to like get its love and then drop, right. Sylveon seems to be holding steady where it is. I'll be interested to see how that continues to develop. Like, I think that it'll be interesting to see how they shake, like which Oniverse game is truly the best. Like, will it or people, be maybe people just can't tell them apart. And they just, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> they are I mean, very I will, different, I will say, sir. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if there is ever going to be a best one. I definitely prefer the dice ones to the card ones. So I like Arion and Nautilion better than Sylveon and Oniram or Oniram. Yeah, I'm the opposite. I'm a I'm a card game person. So right there it is. I mean, I love I love I love them, but I can see them. I can see other people wanting. Like we're going to get to the quality of the list, and I guess that's a good place to transition in terms of our coverage of the top 100. In case uh, I think we've covered a lot of <laughs> games in the top, uh, the that that second hundred tier. Um, so in terms of you know, I have a lot to say, and I think uh, we're going to have a lot of observations from our panel about the types of solo games. It's not just the solo games themselves. It's like just kind of like reflecting on okay, what are solo players playing what types of games do we like because we're not gonna you know we're gonna think like oh this game's better this game better. it's not about that it's really about like the what types of games that people mm -hmm. are playing we'll definitely have a lot more to say about that um but uh i think we can we're good to wrap that up unless we have like any burning um games that are just leaping off of i think we've mentioned uh most of what we're interested in over here uh we got our thunderbolt apache love out of the way <laughs> got our got kevin ragging on the oniverse <laughs> and a, a long excursus on the high player scores i think we're pretty good on that and you took shots at war games so oh man i like sandbag baby just <laughs> <laughs> it's okay kevin between between you and me we'll keep the faith and mike mike is a a, a reconvert he's back <laughs> among us it's yeah, I was like gonna say, I, I think J Jason's the odd man out here in terms oh, yeah. of war game love. <laughs> it's like it's like politics. There's a certain part in the country that's just gonna be wrong, you know. <laughs> <laughs> edit it, edit, edit. <laughs> I didn't say which. <laughs> Those green parties will never get it right. <laughs> I'm Canadian. What do I know? You know? A E Canuck. All right. Uh, so that is our episode for today. Uh, tune in next week. Uh, please continue to follow uh, Kevin's list. He does it game show style where he just kind of keeps the, you know, keeps leaving the crumbs, leaving the crumbs. <laughs> people get excited. He'll release 10 at a time. At some point, I'll slow down and do five at a time just to keep the people guessing and keep getting what they want. Someone made a comment today that they, they did something like, oh, don't make him mad. He'll release one a day. <laughs> <laughs> Then next year, it'll already be time to vote again. I don't think we can make you mad, Kevin. I don't think I, have, I don't think that you have a mad bone in your body. Uh, you'd be surprised. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. When he talked about that Oniverse art, I saw like a little bit of rage. Yeah, right. No, that's just <laughs> that's just disbelief. <laughs> Bewilderment. Exactly. All right. So until next time, uh, this is Liz, and this is Mike, and this is Kevin. Uh, this is Jason. Did you are watching Self Storage? You are listening to the One Stop Co op Shop podcast. Uh, we will see you guys next week. Later, everybody. Bye bye. See ya. <laughs> Thanks for joining us for another episode of the One Stop Co-op Shop podcast. Check out our YouTube channel at One Stop Co-op Shop. If you want to join in our discussion, join us on Discord, where you can join us live through chats or play games with us. You can also support us at patreon.com slash one stop or leave us a review on iTunes. Thanks again, and we'll see you next week with another top five list.